0: This is WCNY's The Capitol Press Room, and we're joined by State Senator Julia Salazar, a Brooklyn Democrat who chairs the Chamber's Committee on Crime Victims, Crime, and Correction, and is with us to talk about her legislation, creating the Office of the Correctional Ombudsman. Welcome back to the show, Senator.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Dave. Great to be here.
0: So, the idea of creating a correctional ombudsman has been kicking around in some legislative form or fashion since at least 2016. So, what is the void or shortcoming in the correctional system that an ombudsman might address?
1: So, right now, there is generally inadequate oversight over prisons in New York State. As a result of that, or because it is inherent in our correctional system, there are really systemic problems that are persisting both in in state and local facilities, ranging from the absence of or inadequate medical and mental health treatment, disciplinary practices that are really unjust and out of control, corrupt grievance processes, and conditions that are really unsafe, not only for Uh, incarcerated individuals, but for anyone who finds themselves inside of the facility, staff, volunteers, et cetera, this is able to persist when we don't have adequate oversight. There are some oversight mechanisms right now in place under law in New York, but I feel as the chair of the Crime Victims Crime and Correction Committee who interfaces with both incarcerated individuals and and others in facilities on a daily basis, that it is not enough. And we really need an independent oversight body created by the state to make sure that these things don't continue as much as possible. In correctional facilities, and also to provide more transparency and, and accountability when things that just should not be happening are happening in New York State prisons. We
0: well, mentioned the idea of existing accountability and oversight measures, and one of those right now is the Correctional Association of New York, which is empowered by law to provide independent monitoring and oversight of state prisons. So, what would this legislation do that the Correctional Association isn't doing?
1: Yeah, I think that these can be complementary mechanisms. There could potentially be some overlap in the responsibilities and operations and tasks of the Correctional Association of New York and a potential Office of the Correctional Ombudsman. But of course, one would be an agency of government with extensive powers that are derived from that status. And And the other, the Correctional Association, is an external entity that has unfortunately limited actual power to implement change in facilities and even limits to their oversight, but they do have the power that comes from being independent of the government itself. So I really think that together, both of these jointly and separately can create and enforce real accountability in jails and prisons, if we create that.
0: Well, when we think about an institution that, one, has the power of the government, and two, is independent from the correctional department, I think, of the state legislature, so why not have the legislature beef up its oversight role? Why not have more hearings, uh, more subpoenaing of documents, whatever it is, to change the system?
1: I think it's important to have an agency that is completely dedicated to this. Whereas, of of course, the legislature, you know, we have many responsibilities, even myself, despite being the chair of the corrections committee, I spend a lot of time visiting state prisons and taking advantage of that privilege that I'm given, not specifically as the chair, but actually just as a state legislator to visit facilities and observe the conditions, report back, and, and try to address those issues you know, inside and, and outside of the facilities. But I don't think that there's enough capacity in the legislature to do that. And, and I also think at the same time, we can do both. It is urgent that we have more public hearings and opportunities to get those who are responsible for conditions in our, in our jails and prisons on the record and inform the public about what is going on. In correctional facilities, but having an office of the correctional ombudsman would actually assist us in doing that by making reports available to the public and to the legislature um, and to the executive to foster more, more openness and, and shared responsibility.
0: Well, before we move on, let me reintroduce you. For listeners just joining us, this is WCNY's The Capitol Press Room, and we're speaking with State Senator Julius Salazar, a Brooklyn Democrat who sponsors legislation creating the Office of the Correctional Ombudsman. You mentioned the idea of the capacity of the legislature. So when you think about this new office, what is the amount of staff and resources that it would need in order to be effective?
1: That's unclear to me at this moment. I anticipate that implementation will result in uh, fiscal savings, actually, for the state long term, because the ideal function of an Office of the Correctional Ombudsman would result in fewer injuries, violations of human rights um, in our state prisons that currently result in court verdicts and, and settlements against the state pretty frequently, To not have those situations, of course, you know, there's the human interest in in not seeing conditions like that persist. But I also think that, you know, we would see a cost savings. However, of course, initially creating a new agency is going to have a cost. And that's something that we should be working out with the executive chamber when we're negotiating the state budget and, and trying to make a fiscal plan for the state so that's really to be determined but uh we're having ongoing discussions to make sure that if we were to create an office like this that it has the resources that it really needs in order to do the job well that's been an issue in the past with the existing mechanisms for overseeing correctional facilities um, and that's something that that shouldn't continue because it's part of the problem
0: What do you think of the idea that the failings in the correctional system that you're hoping an ombudsman could address are essentially built into the fabric of the prison system, and the only way to address them is not with an outside entity, but by rebuilding the corrections infrastructure essentially from scratch?
1: I think we can do both. Um, Of course, it is a much more daunting endeavor to completely rebuild the correction system from scratch, while also simultaneously taking care of public safety and the needs of everyone who interacts with the correction system from people who are convicted of crimes and their families, um, as well as crime victims and survivors. So that's something that we should always be talking about to really transform the system. And I do see the problems in the system as systemic. However, I think we're unable to even begin doing that um, if we have inadequate transparency and and accountability. And that's really what is immediately lacking and issues that could potentially be immediately addressed by creating an, an agency like this that is solely responsible for addressing that. But I really think that we can do both, and and in fact, that it's our responsibility as legislators to do both. And then even to go steps further, there's a lot of other policy ideas for improving conditions in facilities. Passing the Halt Solitary Confinement Act was just one example of that. But there are constantly ongoing efforts to try to make sure that when somebody is in the state's care, that they're actually treated humanely. And unfortunately, that is too often not the case in our state prisons.
0: Would the mandate of the new office extend to addressing concerns of prison officials, whether it's corrections guards or people higher up the food chain?
1: Potentially, yes. The ombudsman would be able to to do that and would be working together with the uh, state attorney general's office in order to hold people accountable um, as well as the inspector the state inspector general and uh, the office of the Ombudsman would also be able to offer solutions and generate recommendations based on evidence to the relevant departments based on on what they find. And so it's it's really a combination of not just transparency and collecting information but promoting accountability by offering solutions that the appropriate agencies would would implement.
0: Well, finally, do you have any ideal candidate in mind to lead this effort, whether it's a specific person or the qualities that might make the right leader for this type of effort?
1: While I don't have an individual in mind, it's absolutely critical that any person who would lead a correctional ombudsman office, an independent body, for monitoring state facilities does not have themselves a background as somebody who would need to be held accountable. So I don't think it would be appropriate for someone who is say, formerly employed by docs, right? That would be really inappropriate in my opinion. Part of the concern that we have about a lack of accountability in facilities, a pretty corrupt grievance process in docs in our New York State prisons is because the entities responsible within docs are not independent from from the department. And so it would be really counterintuitive for us to have somebody leading an office like this to have that relationship. And I think it would really compromise trust in the ombudsman as an independent entity. On the flip side, you know, what we would actually want um, is is someone with extensive experience um, holding public officials in general accountable, and someone who has has demonstrated a commitment to providing transparency and and accountability uh, with the public's interest in mind, because that's what's most important here.
0: Well, unfortunately, we're gonna have to leave it there. We've been speaking with State Senator Julia Salazar. She is a Brooklyn Democrat. Senator, thank you so much for making the time. I really appreciate it.
1: Thanks again, Dave.